0: Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we're talking about the evolution of SD-WAN to encompass Zero Trust Network Access, or ZTNA. Our sponsor is Fortinet, and we're going to dig into how Fortinet's SD-WAN and the FortiClient combine to support work from anywhere with Zero Trust. Our 40 guests are Nirav Shah, he is VP of Products, and Alex Amante, Director of Technical Architecture and Rob and Alex, welcome back to the podcast. So the use cases for SD-WAN around branch connectivity and multi-cloud are clear and we've talked about them, but how do you see SD-WAN being relevant for this idea of working from anywhere?
1: No, absolutely. Look at If you look at today's uh, work from anywhere or a hybrid workforce, it's clear, right, that users are everywhere and there are two big priorities they have. They want to be secure as they go out and select applications and they want a better user experience. This is where we think SD-WAN is very relevant in this idea of working from anywhere. But let's take a step back. Think about SD-WAN evolution. The first generation of SD-WAN was all about, yep, users are at branch, and they are going and making sure that with this WAN path controller, having the better experience. In the second generation, we talked about converging the security and SD-WAN together. And you've seen today's security is the center of every SD-WAN discussion. And yet again, in this third generation, we really think as users are distributed, they have to make sure that the zero trust network access is built in. Because they are accessing application, are they supposed to access those applications and not giving them an implicit access is the key point where sd is getting evolved from just a simple link load balancing to have a full platform with many different use cases.
2: And that's very true so- to Rob. I would say the security aspect from users working from anywhere has really come to light obviously in the past year and a half so we need to make sure that not only are users allowed to get to the applications but we're constantly checking that every time that they are accessing applications we're making sure that they still can rather than the single one-time check that we've been doing in the past
3: so i think the other thing to notice here is how SD-WAN went from being a WAN technology to being a branch technology, this idea of welding security into the SD-WAN, sometimes it's called SASE. And then how suddenly SASE went on into the next generation, which is this... Remote perimeter and how the SD WAN became a VPN integration and a share, and then it became an access to get where you go to the cloud from anywhere to anywhere. It's very interesting how rapidly that transition has made in terms of product development. And you're a vendor; it just amazes me how quickly this has cycled through. How's that? How's that transition been?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a great question because look, if you see SD WAN as a technology when we talk to our customers, oftentimes ST-WAN is viewed as a point product. At Fortinet, it's all about the platform and we are building organically rather than acquiring company and stitching them together to make sure that ST-WAN security, even the connection to the branch, all of those components are built in. Hmm. And as more and more customers are deploying that, and especially in today's environment, this whole idea of evolving from VPN to the zero trust network access we thought rather than giving them another product, why don't we just build in the access proxy? So yeah. yet again, rather than customer buying three or four different product, this is built in, no license required for SD-WAN, no license required for access proxy, and they can use all of this to have a simple way to manage those use cases, but at the mm-hmm. same time, get that ROI, which is oftentimes required or marketing very heavily in an SD-WAN discussion.
3: You yeah. raise a key point here that I want to I want to light onto because we've done a number of shows or interviews or tech bike podcasts where we've talked to your customers. And one of the constant themes we come out about why they like Fortinet SD WAN is that there's it's not multiple different families of product with different licenses and different levels of licenses and they don't need to spend months with spreadsheets working out what they have to buy and have to renew. It's just a product that I buy and it's all one product. So they get the SD-WAN, the SASE and the the remote access. It's all just one thing. And that's unusual, I think, in the industry, still even today.
2: So one of the things that we've seen for both SD-WAN, secure SD-WAN and now ZTNA is that the components of that are you know, kind of point products by a single vendor and, you know, trying to orchestrate them all together can be very difficult with different versions, different features, and, you know, not necessarily a coherent way of making them all, you know, into a seamless Product, now with Fortinet, you know, as Narav said, we've been you know bringing these things and putting them together into our products and making them work together. And that's probably the biggest and most important thing about the solution is it really does work together. Mm-hmm. A number of things are in the Fortigate itself, the access proxy, the SD WAN, but we also mm-hmm. do marry that with our endpoint, which is you know basically for. Uh, device access and our enterprise management server, which provides the policy and uh, continuous trust and validation checks. So, to make sure that people are able to access everything, making them all work together is really the challenge. So, while many customers could have implemented some of these things today, the yeah overhead in doing so was so overwhelming. They're just like, I can't, I can't deal with this by integrating them and automating all of these pieces together as a single product. That's where the customer really benefits.
3: Now that's really important that unification instead of welding together four or five different products, you know, DNS firewall over here, and then a firewall over here and a VPN concentrator and an SD-WAN product here and a threat detection engine here and an app inspection thing. The thing about Fortinet is they're just kind of welding it all into one box. And this is where, zero trust comes in, right? There's zero trust network access. So Nara, why don't you explain how zero trust is coming to the 40 net SD-WAN solution set?
1: So the foundation of SD-WAN was really about giving them a better application experience. And in today's most conversations, what our customers say is, hey, as I'm accessing those applications, are my users allowed to do that? And that become a very natural uh, discussion for us of them Accessing the application and we giving them the right access, right? What they don't want is yes, those application steering happening, but my user is accessing every application. So now the ZTNA tie into SD WAN really allows them to do two things simultaneously. Number one, is this the business application that I want to steer on the right path? SD helps. But at the same time, is this the right user who is supposed to access that application sitting anywhere? And those two make a natural connection to have it together. And now they really like to have them integrated with a single management. So they don't need to worry about two different product, but naturally they're getting the benefit of both accessing yeah, as well as experience. You don't want to
3: deploy an SD-WAN and then have to deploy something different for zero trust. Because to me, it's all one of the same thing. The, di- the branch network remote access user. This is this idea of distributed work is that work happens wherever you are. If you're in the branch, when you're at a coffee shop, whether you're at home, whether you're at grandma's house, it doesn't really matter. It's all just, it's all the same. And so uh, to my mind, the natural fit for ZTNA or zero zero Trust Networking, uh, which is kind of like VPN with some stuff added to it, right? Mm-hmm. But it should all come into one platform, one administrative console, one one administration point, one operational point.
2: Right. One thing I would say, you know, you, the evolution of VPN to ZTNA, the inside that means trusted was not really a failing of VPN, but many people never implemented policies to treat people working remotely more securely. ZTNA does that automatically. That's that's okay. the you know magic of the automation and the orchestration is you don't have to worry about that because, as Narav said, the applications that you are looking at and the access you want to give is provided as part of the business logic, and that's the the access you're gonna provide to these customers that are working from anywhere. So you don't have to just say, well, they're on VPN, so they're automatically implicitly trusted. Um, Here, they're working from anywhere. They're not automatically implicitly trusted except for the things that are available to that user at that particular time.
0: So can you talk a little bit about your ZTNA architecture? I know Narav earlier mentioned a proxy, so I'm trying to figure out how it all fits
2: together. Sure, so there are four main components for ZTNA. The first one is the device agent, which is the Forti client on our side. So that is what is connecting you to the the network and making sure that you you have secure access. The next piece is basically the cloud policy and trust check, which happens with our EMS cloud. What it's really doing is making sure you are who you say you are and continually doing that. So not just after the first connect, but after every application access that you're making. And then the cloud policy is really what access do you have? And they make sure that because it's in the cloud, no matter where you're going, it's available for you at the next piece, which is the enforcement point. And that's the uh, application proxy in 40OS. So you already have 40OS. Uh, that has the application proxy to do the enforcement. It understands applications. It understands obviously the policy and authentication and the trust check that the EMS cloud is providing. And then from there you have the optimization, which is SD-WAN. So as Narav said, for customers that already have SD-WAN deployments, really all they're adding is the device agent and the the, uh, cloud policy to bring that into ZTNA. And they don't have to change anything about their SD-WAN deployment, and they get the SD, um, sorry, the access proxy along with that.
0: So I'm guessing the policy aspect of ZTNA is actually the critical part and what maybe distinguishes it from a traditional sort of uh, IPsec VPN. Is that right? And if so, how do I make sure, am I having to rebuild my policies from scratch? Can I import policies that I've already got? How does that work?
2: So one of the big differences between ZTNA and VPN is the authentication and access. Many people, you know, from a from a VPN approach, they, you know, they'll authenticate because that that will generally happen with the VPN, but then after that they usually don't have any policy you know outside of that we can take the existing policy from a you know if somebody had a fortinet vpn deployment and make sure that's there but usually people want to enhance that with business policy or things that are application level so the applications that nirav was talking about that customers want to optimize those are also the applications that they want to secure so you know just because you have access to optimize every different application doesn't mean you really, you know, want to do that for everything that they have. So those policies from a business perspective may not exist in the VPN existing world, and they may be new things you want to build on top of the existing VPN policies.
3: So this is in in a real sense, you're actually unifying the WAN and the VPN at an operational level. So that is you say in the WAN, I want this security level. When I'm in a VPN, I want at least that VPN level, but maybe I want to lift both up. So I talk a lot about lifting the floor, not raising the ceiling. What you want when it comes to IT security Mm -hmm. is raising the floor so that everybody comes up to a minimum level of security rather than trying to improve security just for one piece of the network. Like having amazing security in the data center doesn't actually solve your overall security challenge. And this idea of unifying the policy around your remote access or your distributed work, the zero trust, as we call it, it's all the same thing in ways is actually going to lift that floor. So your security posture improves across the board.
2: For ZTNA, one of the biggest kind of aspects for that is segmentation. So, you know, you don't want to just improve security in the data center, as you say, you want to improve it all around. With ZTNA, we retreat that that work from anywhere location as another segment. And we want to keep it separate and secure when accessing other secure segments. And that could be in your data center, that could be on your corporate land, that could be, you know, out to the internet, however you want to divide that up. ZTNA really provides a higher level of segmentation than was possible with just VPN alone. So
0: one thing I guess I'm taking away from this conversation is that it sounds like what you're trying to do is if I, as a customer, have invested in SD-WAN, you can bring ZTNA to that now to sort of extend the value of that investment. Is that is that the idea?
1: That is absolutely the idea because this is really about not buying yet another product and simply enable the use case. As you know, we have done that in 40os for a number of use cases. And this is something we have been doing it for the last two years and great to see customers have started deploying as the part of the SD-WAN journey, rather than having it yet another product, different management.
0: And we've been talking about SDN wan for a long time, and it sounds like it's actually a significant now part of your portfolio. Is that right?
1: SD-WAN is really, we are very serious at Fortinet, both in terms of innovations and as well as in terms of understanding the use cases as the future is evolving. And it's great to see that from four years ago where we started SD-WAN with almost no revenue. Today, if you listen to our last earnings, we talked about almost 15% of our company's revenue brings into SD-WAN business. So that's great. Uh, We are already seeing thousands of customers deploying it. And that goes back to this idea of having an organic innovations to enable the use cases rather than keep building the point products.
3: So hang on, let me just check that for a minute. You're saying that SD WAN is 15% of the total revenue for Fortinet today. So Fortinet, if if you think of Fortinet as a company that makes firewalls or security products, SD WAN is kind of like one fifth of the company already. So that's not a that's not a little bit of the company. That's not an accessory or a nice to have. That's uh you riding the crazy train to to retirement success, it sounds like.
1: And that's exciting, right? This is I as you said it very well. Uh it's the 15% of the revenue, and this has been done over the last three to four years from almost zero. And it it's it, it goes back to that architecture, how we design, how we talked about security and SDN has to be together. But yes, we are known as a firewall company, but at the same mm-hmm. time, we have a significant investment into networking. And SDN plays a huge role. In the other podcast, we talked about SD branch with AP and switches. So we are a big investment into networking, and great to see that the business is seeing that as well as the yeah, customers yeah. are adopting it.
3: Yeah, I mean it's so if I was a customer and I suddenly realised that it was one, you know, fifteen percent of the business and growing, I'd be reassured somewhat that SD WAN was a product that Fortinet was committed to.
1: And and that's absolutely right. This is where I think the big picture for us is to keep that focus on building the platform. Right. And that strategy of Fabric as a platform, and inside that, building these use cases as part of 40 OS continues to be our big focus. So, we have talked in the past about secure SD VAN, SASE, and now we're talking about ZTNA. But as you can see, at the end of the day, it's the same 40 OS that customers can deploy anywhere. And that's the flexibility SD wan gives you. You want to deploy at branch or at home, or at, <laughs> even at working from anywhere using that client that uh, Alex talked about or in multi-cloud, it's the same software, same management, an easier way for you to expand for any of your users and get those benefits of ROI. Because again, no license required, whether it's SD-WAN or ZTNA mm-hmm. in FortiOS.
0: Well, that does bring us to the end of our time for this podcast. If folks want to find out more about Fortinet, about SD-WAN, about ZTNA, where should they go?
1: So they can go to fortinet.com, where they'll find uh, specific pages on SD-WAN as well as the Zero Trust Network Access. They both have the great content to learn more.
0: Fantastic. Uh, We'll have links in the show notes for folks to uh, find out all the information they need. Thanks, Alex, and thanks, Narav, for joining us. And thanks to Fortinet for being a sponsor. You can find this and many more fine, free technical podcasts and our community blog at packetpushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at packetpushers. Find us on LinkedIn and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.